0: No, cuando llegué al colegio me mandaban a dirección todos los días. Cállese, ¿por qué no se And y, y yo llevo 12 years, callado, hija de puta. <risa> ahora es que voy a hablar. hablar, ahora es que voy a hablar. Well, hello my amazing and fabulous listeners. This is your host Eglantina Zing, and I'm super happy to be back on this 6th season of Zing. Last season we dove deep into the art of building meaningful relationships now let us explore a transformative concept creating your circle of influence so welcome to the zing where we decode the secrets to a fulfilling life in just 30 minutes so guys, welcome to the Zing with Double G, to this new episode on the sixth season of The Zing. Thank you for making this podcast your favorite podcast. You can reach The Zing and listen and tune in in all your platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and whatever else you get in your podcast. Just tune in, you know, the drill, give some hearts. Like it, share it. If you find any value in the conversation, share it. And I'm sure you're going to find some value in this conversation because today we have a wonderful, amazing young woman who is. Um Brains, balls, and beauty is a combination of the three Bs that I love. And besides that, um, she's a ginger. So you have double whopper ginger. <laughs> so it's got to be on fire. Motherfuckers, get ready. She is uh, the head of PR and marketing for one of the biggest brands of beauty, Sisley. Uh, yes. No? Latin America. But n- no,
1: not the head of PR. I wish I was, but
0: <laughs> I'm not. All right, the head. all right, all right. She's being very humble. I, I you Unlike know, my, my friends say this. that I should be a great PR because I put everything all the way up there, and then I was like, just cut it half, half to whatever whatever I said, just make it half of it. But she is the PR and um, head of marketing for Latin America for Cislino. no
1: yes i work in all of
0: those i areas. like you to be head no but i'm not you I mean, do give head no i
1: give all my you don't give head
0: <laughs> Come i on. give all my love and. be careful with my everything. microphone <laughs> because apparently it's the second time she's in a podcast so don't my microphone is virgin
1: <laughs> 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 it's literally the first time i went to a podcast i was so nervous so now i'm like I'm getting this. She's,
0: she's getting the grip. Yeah. Today with the sing, <laughs> she's going to get into the rhythm. And
1: it's a shame I'm sick because it seems like this is my voice, but it's not. So. How is your voice? <laughs> it's usually softer. I, I, used <laughs> I, used <to> <laughs> I used to be a man. <laughs> I used to play that.
0: I used to be a man.
1: You used to play a man?
0: I used to be a man. You didn't know? No.
1: Hello. Oh wait, really? I still have it.
0: No way. You want to check? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really but I used to play that a lot okay, I because know. I have a very deep voice and, uh, <laughs> and then I have an organization called Girls with Balls and then you go into trips and people say like what? And it's was like yeah I used to be a man. <laughs> and they actually get excited. It's incredible how men get so excited when you say that. Really? It's like super maricones men. <laughs> que bárbaro. Señores. Bueno. me encanta
1: como we switch from the Spanish to English to Portuguese. Una locura va a ser el final de este podcast.
0: <laughs> y al terminar vamos a saber su y alemán, no sé qué coño, vamos a hacer nuestro propio I idioma. Ay, no te
1: acompaña, y <laughs> no consigo.
0: No, sí consigue. Listen, I think the the, the the way of communicating it's about how you touch people's hearts. It's yeah. like about like, you know, what with you transmit. It, sí. no? How many languages do you speak? I speak
1: four
0: and a half. So you were born where?
1: I was born in Buenos Aires. Y
0: four and a half, Todos lo ponen the, por la I, I have half p- a dozen eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't want to say you speak a language which I, do, which I don't fully dominate. So Spanish, Argentinian Spanish, because I was born in Buenos Aires. My dad is Argentinian.
0: Y el Argentinian Spanish como es, Leo Messi. Es
1: pollo. Es pollo. O sea, es el, el ese se dice muy, shh. No Solo es solo posible pensar un ejemplo como pollo, pero para mí también es el más charming Spanish there is, but I'm biased, so I don't know. Spanish from Argentina. Chama, from llama. Te
0: boluda, vos? Sí. no, chama. Dije, no dije chama. <laughs> no, dije no chama.
1: chama. <laughs> <Pinchas> Argentina. <laughs> no. I love Argentina. i feel very lucky because my dad is Argentinian and I was born in Buenos Aires, so I have a very strong Latin American heart. Also, I grew up in Brazil, in Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. That's why I speak Portuguese. And I joke that my heart is Brazilian because I just I'm in love with that country and then my mom, my mom is a mix of a lot of nationalities because she was born in Switzerland, but she is half Polish, half Swedish. But we all have French passport. So technically on paper, I'm half French, half Argentinian, but I feel Brazilian. So it's kind of a mix of everything. And um, see, I would say I feel the most Brazilian. Out so of how home.
0: how is it that you were able to like to move to all these places? So your mom and your dad in Argentina fell in love. Do you have brothers and sisters? I do.
1: Yeah. It's From so the same I, mom and dad. I have a brother. He's 11 months and 11 days older than me, so my mom gave okay. birth to him, and then straight after I arrived. So he calls us, we are like CME's twins in a way because we're less than a year apart. All right. So that's h- how they're called. And you all g-
0: lived together, it. grew up together. We
1: all grew up together. Then my brother is yeah, basically a year older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, he was born in Switzerland. Then um, I was born in Buenos Aires. Then we stayed there in Buenos Aires until I was four, five. Then, because of my dad's job, we moved to Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. We stayed there.
0: Rio de Janeiro. Rio de
1: Janeiro. <laughs>
0: Rio, Janeiro. Oh,
1: <laughs> <gente>. <laughs> I miss it so much. And then I stayed there basically until I moved away for college, which I studied in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very nice to be close to family, but I love Paris with all my heart. It's a beautiful city. It's an open-air museum. Just to walk around the streets, it's stunning. But I didn't adapt well to the city because it was very different culturally from what Rio is. The people, the culture, the warmth. So it was very hard to fit in for me. And I had family there, so I had even like a loop inside to to meet people, but it just wasn't my vibe. So after that, I went back to Brazil to like reconnect, to warm my heart, basically. And I stayed there for two years. Yeah, two years and a half. And then um, this opportunity came for me to move to Miami. To work for Sisley and then I took in, and yeah. And, and today's my is? last wait day of work in Miami.
0: No, <laughs> we're gonna have to celebrate, but we don't want to yeah. celebrate anything because this <laughs> beautiful red hair is gonna leave us in Miami. Chamo, uh, Miami, it's a, it's a beautiful, it's, it's a, a beautiful city. It's an amazing city. Yeah. Uh, I have a very love and hate relationship with Miami, but you have what a combination, and it's your last day. And uh, we're launching this podcast. Tomorrow is going to be um, Leap Day, uh, which is 29th of February. That happens every 29th. It's the true. The 29th of February, every four years. It says this abundance of good luck and blemish. I'm it's it's every true. four years, it's and only it's happening. my last day of work. So, what do you <laughs> think like about that? Are you superstitious?
1: I'm, yeah, yes, but no. I know I'm not superstitious. I have so much faith in like luck and that whatever is meant to happen for you and if you do your if you do your work and you're a good person good things will happen to you so i don't care if you pass me the salt in your head like i don't i don't no. really believe in you no
0: no, so no, <laughs> don't o sea, I, I was going to bueno. a, a lunch it was a super executive lunch and they're like sponsors y yo el, el salt y yo tirando la traje my lawyer was like oh, what's
1: she doing <laughs> good yo luck
0: Maybe that upbringing of yours is like gave you that free spirit because to move from one place to another, how do you build friends? How do you have like a solid, like where do you feel from? Um, Don't you need to feel like from somewhere?
1: Yes, but it's funny because when people ask me, where are you from? I'm like, where home for me is where my family is. But I think that I've learned to move so much that I've learned to create my home wherever I go. So it's as if I'm my own home. And home, physical home for me, I would say is Brazil. I love that country so much. I love the people, the language, the warmth of the place, the food, everything, I love Brazil. Um, But yeah, so I have physical home, which is Brazil. I have my own home, which is myself. So I'm very glad and happy that I managed to develop that home feeling within me wherever I go. Because it gives you freedom at the end of the day. You're not scared to... um, There's an amazing opportunity in Japan tomorrow. I would go. I mean, I would be thrilled to know how life in Japan is and learn how to adapt. But it's not easy. You you can become very lonely. Miami was very tough for me. Paris was super tough for me. But that's how you end up growing. That's how you
0: experience. That's how you also get to know yourself. So and your, pr- your, de- your time in Paris was when you were, like, a teenager.
1: Yeah, it's when I was 18 until I was 22, 22 and a half, 23.
0: I hated Paris. My mom grew really? up there, my, co- my aunts. No, I hated it because the French could be so nice or so it's very... Uh, Arrondant. You know, <laughs> it's like <Just> <laughs> La rue Royale. <laughs> I don't know, je, je sais pas, je sais pas. I, I couldn't pronounce Royale. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. saying it beautifully <laughs> now. <laughs> so you got oh, it. Yeah, it took me <laughs> 10 blocks, one hour <laughs> to be able to say that. La, la Madeleine, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pede, connard! <laughs> 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 Mademoiselle, you know, gentil! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, no, and it's a great country, but I think sometimes as the socialism has um, broken a little bit of our, of our countries. Uh, yeah. And, and
1: in a way as well, Paris,
0: um, uh, Napoleon, he
1: made Paris with the intuition de, con el objective of the like the city being the most beautiful, amazing city in the whole and world. It is. So uh, yeah, yes, it, it is. is. I think it's the most charming, romantic, beautiful city. But maybe that um, objective kind of lingered on the people and. I may be generalizing completely, but I feel that sometimes, not all, but some Parisians have this arrogance of thinking that because Paris is such a beautiful and rich city, they know everything, they go to America once, they've been to New York, they
0: think they know America, so. They're right, man. Mira. they have great taste, they have great so um, much fashion, history, culture. they yeah. have great food. Um, for my mother's family, uh, they, 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 my cousins live there. They have a, a restaurant. My aunt Maria Luisa Ibarra uh, Pumayu, because si. uh, she has a, she started with a little store and she um, she created the ready to wear and no? So like she gave the opportunities for new designers and wow. she Maria Luisa in La Rue Saint Honoré and then Le Ferdi, this restaurant, the Burger Place. The f- bueno, that's my aunt's. No way! You I see love those burgers. You're gonna find my little pictures there. <gasps> And, and, uh, you know, it was uh, all about the fashion and uh, being simple, nothing about the the big market, nothing in America is about the big market. And and you grew up in a family that is a family owned business, which is one of the most important and recognized or uh, Mm -hmm. renowned brands, which you are also uh, working on. how do you find that position in in growing up in a family business and actually taking part and bringing an asset to yeah. a company as big as Sisley?
1: The thing of working in a family business, and I see it with my co-workers, with the people that I work with, is that we're so lucky to work within a company that is so human. Um, talking about Sisley, the people, the people come before the work, the business, and that feeling makes you want to deliver more, to to be happier and work. And when you're happy, you deliver so much more. And also when it's a family business, first of all, you don't have shareholders. Mm -hmm. So in talking about Sisley, it gives you so much freedom um, financially and also time-wise to develop and come with the best possible products. It doesn't matter if it takes Mm -hmm. 10, 15 years because we wanna get the best possible product that the labs can develop. If you have shareholders, you need to like find things quickly and just put in sell, sell, sell. It's super money driven. So that's also an amazing thing of a family business. And I think that one of the most important ones it's that when it's family owned, there's so much tradition and heritage in a way that things are passed on. Mm that when it's a big conglomerate or a big like money-driven company, it's so easy to get lost, the values get lost and the the, the warmth and the tradition behind just disappears. Yeah. So um, it's, no, it's beautiful I, I, to I, have passion
0: towards something and not just let's sell, sell, sell. Believe me, I love everything you're saying, because as you see, this guy did the first building and that's my family. And that's uh, the first beer and the first building and but well no, that's my mugshot when I got arrested um, <laughs> <laughs> so don't look at like, that one is that the, a mugshot yeah like, I, I, I actually <laughs> got out of jail and I was like bitch give me my mugshot why did you I go to jail hours because I, I was I, I was um shouting for uh, for freedom for my country oh wow so I got arrested but I was 110 pounds and now I'm 128 pounds I was like what the fuck happened no, you can't even see the difference. No, but me. How but how special, wow. I was nine hours in jail, and I was like, what the <laughs> I fuck? love that you framed your mugshot. <laughs> uh, I, I would do the, the same. The girl at the end was like, why do you want your mugshot? I was like, believe me, <laughs> I want my mugshot. That's I, good. It was for a good cause then. See? <laughs> no, bueno. Anyway, I, I learned a lot because I was there for nine hours with uh, women that wow. they all have. This You're even sm-
1: smirking in the mugshot. I was it's like, kind I cannot of be- because I thought it was a
0: joke. I was yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. is Ashton? No, so I, I'm being punk to like, why are you taking me to jail? And they were like, arrest me, put the handcuffs. The lady was just like, she's like, everything you say is the right to remain silent, (laughs) And I was like, are you kidding me, lady? Like really, me? I was like (laughs) 20 years old, 22 years old. And uh, I was on my way to go to a casting to MTV where I got my job the day after. Uh, because they say tell a story and I was like, so yesterday. you lost
1: the time of the casting on the first day because you went to jail So yeah. you had to go on the following day and you they got co- the job and
0: I thought it was not gonna never Amazing. gonna happen And I got the job. Yeah, but to see Some stories uh, take you to uh, places that then they bring some um, other opportunities. Yeah. Have you had that? Completely me when I told you before I
1: arrived we started chatting so mm. you guys missed half of the conversation <laughs> almost no, we're, gonna put it. <laughs> we're gonna put it but um I as I said today's my last day in the office in Miami because I'm moving to New York next week Mm -hmm. and the amazing thing is that I came to the US thinking I'm gonna have a year and a half in Miami with a mission and I would have never imagined I would be moving to New York halfway through Mm -hmm. so this is just another example that just go with the flow trust your gut your intuition is so important trust your intuition do your hard work that good things happen and things just happen along the way so yeah.
0: Is that intuition? You know, she's also a hold in one, a professional golfer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you set my bar up so high.
0: <laughs> no, professional. I, I go to uh-huh. the golf thing and I it's like my handicap is twenty four. She'll <laughs> okay. soon be saying she plays with Tiger Woods. <laughs> Almost, almost. I wish. Well, we have a a golf tournament for the benefit (laughs) of the goleadoras. Maybe we can kick and score goals like Messi. No, (laughs) se. Invitamos a Messi. Ella mete más goles que Messi, boludo. Uh, But um, Um, the sports has influence anyway in your. Completely, like one day,
1: one of the best things that my dad has done for me is put me into sports when I, as soon as I could, do sports. And that's when i was five because sports i mean talking about golf because that's the sport that i was really i mean i would play from monday to monday minimum two hours a day after school it's like i could skip school to play golf but i couldn't skip school to study for an exam or whatever but i think that sports especially when it's uh, no it's different um uh, because each sport is special but it teaches you so much discipline consistency um, patience, determination, also how to, well, delivering under pressure is tough, but it also teaches you how to deliver and remain calm, especially in golf under pressure. Because imagine you have to hit one ball and you have so many people around you watching you in silence and it's so hard. So it just teaches you so much. You also learn about the character of someone. How? The character. Porque es tan fácil get stressed in golf because it's so meticulous that you really see how people react when they're losing when they get angry that's why so many businesses are done during golf course that's what i'm gonna
0: say because donald trump said his best businesses have been done on golf golf.
1: first of all because you're stuck there for four hours because an 18 hole like the course is 18 holes but you can just do half is four hours long then you're very calm, you can talk, you can like drink a beer, whatever it is, but when people get annoyed, you really see how they react and many of them won't even finish the hole or they can cheat on the score. So you really see like, "Mm, that's not right. So if they're respectful, do they look at you when you're hitting the ball? Do they turn away because they're pissed? So that's really something if you learn to observe, it's very interesting.
0: But and in, in, in golf, I think um, more women play golf, no, or not really. No men. 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 Like in every sport, like in every sport. And I was looking at this the other day, but
1: it's cr- like Tiger Woods. Okay, he okay. was the first athlete to become a billionaire okay. because I mean sponsors, but golf. No, Michael Jordan. Tiger Woods was the first billionaire. See, see. Okay, I don't know. Ninety-nine point nine percent sure, but I think it was there's still a <laughs> little, little bit of a margin. <laughs> but I think it was Tiger um and then you look at one of the best feminine golf players which i think is a swedish woman called annika Uh and only with the sport she won around like maybe between 20 or 40 million i know that's a big gap but i mean either way
0: i mean for 1 billion to To 24 million that's crazy so that's why i started doing this organization because i I don't do it to create you know is the the ends mean is not um, finding the next messy. Mm. It's to bre- bre- break those stereotypes and to, through the sports, give these girls the opportunity to yeah. also believe. Because if you're out of the game, you're out of the game of life as well. Same. So at a very young age, uh, they, they tell you, no, you cannot go into the field. No, you cannot play. No, because you're a girl. And I see you skiing, and I see you playing that golf. I go to play golf, but I, I break the gra- the grass. The people say, <laughs> like, come on, man. You have to like call somebody to do <laughs> back again the grass. But um, I do like fishing, and uh, mm-hmm. I do. Um, Is that because you live in the Amazon? I am a great fisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, uh, but I don't like to kill animals. I, I, I catch and release. OK. Um, but I think sports have taught me resilience. I, mainly, I do team sports. Uh, No, because I I grew up in the Amazon. It taught me many things. The Amazon, you know why it's called the Amazon? No.
1: Yeah, eh, because of the no, tell okay. me why before. Pues I say dime, why. dime. No, 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 say sí why. Sí <laughs> Vos sabe. No, no <laughs> tengo idea, es una muy culta, t- dime, no, por no, eh, favor, eh, alguien
0: <laughs> que me diga que sí sabe. Te
1: juro que no sé. Yeah, dije, no that's a really stupid comment, just stop talking. <laughs> when
0: it happened the 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 conquistadors, Pizarro, is the one who arrives to Peru and there will be reinatos trying to put there and they they got the Incas, which is there was a Túpac Amaru. Okay. He uh, was a uh, eighth Inca. He was uh, the king of the Incas. Okay. And Tupac Shakur, the singer, the rapper, gets his name from Tupac Camaro. And so he yeah, you see Tupac? He's uh, like
1: Tupac Shakur. Tupac, see? He okay. gets his
0: name from there because the guy was so strong and so incredible. And the Spanish wanted to take over uh, everything because they sí. had gold and nail, blah, blah, blah. So uh, Tupac told his brother, they're going to kill me, run with the treasure, mm-hmm. Huascar, y se va a Huascar corriendo con el tesoro por un río que se pierde, que eh, bueno Huascar no sé si se perdió porque el tesoro lo siguen buscando que el dorado okay. y Pisa eh, Pisa romanda uh, uh, his best man Orellana with a troop of sixty people to and find eh, eh, el hermano de, de Tupac they got lost in this massive amount of water and they said, like dude I couldn't see from one side to one side but there's this group of women that came over and killed half of my troop and they were like tío las, las, las amazonas <laughs> de la de la mitología griega de Homero que eran las guerreras amazónicas, Hipólita la mamá de de Wonder Woman, es el grupo de las amazonas I had no idea. que se cortaban el pecho derecho y eran muy buenas en el arco oh. y flecha. Y se eh, contaba en
1: el pecho derecho Sí
0: they, and they lived in the island in, in Greek in Lesb- para tener más grip <gasps> en el arco y flecha Qué
1: loco no sabía Sí
0: son las amazonas y se llama pues eh, las amazonas y oh, no donde idea. empieza el río en Perú en río Negro y termina desemboca en el Amazon- en Venezuela en el Orinoco al Atlántico okay. todo ese territorio donde pasa ese río gigantesco que es the biggest amount, mass of water in the world de agua dulce Sí Eh, se llama Amazonas por eso.
1: No sabía, qué interesante. Entonces, sí,
0: entonces todos esos territorios, Perú, Ecuador, Venezuela, mm. Colombia, Brasil, tiene la mayor parte, pero pero es una vacina y cada uno tiene una tipografía una uh, topografía okay. y un ecosistema diferente. Mm. La de Venezuela eh, tiene Tepuis, tienes que venir algún día, tiene eh, la, son ahí. unas formaciones rocosas en una plataforma pues, de... de altos pisos que, que son tepuis, o sea, por la sedimentación se forman y parecen unas montañas así de rocas gigantes y tienen diferentes eh, Debe ser ecosistemas, cuarzos, cosas. unos tiene lluvia, orquídeas. diferentes ecosistemas, Yeah, of course. Uh, I love I don't go as often as I want to but um, yeah. but I, I love to and and, uh, and even though you take the girl out of the Amazon the Amazon is always never still leaves the girl, you uh, yeah so um, but it taught me so many things about the power of being a woman about the understanding of the power of nature we as human beings we think that oh let's save the planet yeah uh, you know save the humanity because yeah. the planet is always going to exist independent the and planet can we them. are the <laughs> dinosaurs who was going like extinct See. so so that's why I do that because I believe sports and music are great catalysts of bringing people together and this shit becomes super boring because I keep repeating it and over and over again but I do have high standards of what humans can do yeah. when we work together and your business as a family business it's a very much of a of a passionate kind of thing and we stay together and in a, a world that is so competitive that yeah. you see the sharks eating the other ones and and um, how do you keep a business relevant and having you in a position of like wow you are the new generation yeah so like you're seeing yellowstone the other day the daughter is telling the guy like either you sell it or they're gonna yeah. m- for 500 million or they're gonna come and um and uh, you in gotta have
1: purpose i feel when you have a purpose whatever it is i feel that that's kind of something that really takes you to the I- it's what gives you the fuel the drive the the like everything to want to achieve something and and go after it in a way at least that's what drives so me you stay true to that. I stay true to I could never ever ever work for a company that I'm not deeply passionate about because in the end if you're not passionate about what they whatever it is if it's a service a product wh- why are you doing it for you can get all the money in the world I mean of course financially it gives you money g- can give you freedom in a way it's not see. what gives you freedom 100%, but it can give you freedom. But if you don't have the passion for it, at some point, money will not be enough. So, what is it that keeps you going, keeps you wanting to build and do? And in the end, is having this purpose. And you see this world that is all
0: yeah. money based. S- the world is. And especially p- the United money States, driven. everything. Yeah. is like money, money, money. Especially Nobody in the has States. a passion, a respect. A respect. Europe, yes. Because in Europe, I'm not
1: saying the States doesn't have Maybe this.
0: even Latin America is not m- that much. Uh, it's,
1: it's very different. I mean, I, I tend not to compare what I like. F- I don't know, Europe to the U.S. because or Latin America. Because I- if you start comparing, you end up not being happy wherever you are because the other... Gra- ¿Cómo se llama esa frase? El pasto del vecino. The grass vecino, is always greener on the other side. Exactly, like the Little Mermaid song. Sí. <laughs> Lover.
0: Estamos las dos Little Mermaid porque las dos pelirrojas. Love, Love her. her.
1: Under the sea. Under the sea. If I start singing, guys, I'm going to explotar sus tímpanos. Ah, qué bueno, <laughs> yo también. Puedo. Con esta tengo voz Tengo muy cima. buen
0: estilo, pero muy poco ritmo. La, sí, si you la,
1: start la... comparing, you will never end up being happy because there is always strong qualities about each place, but one of the strongest qualities that Europe m- might have, in my opinion, es que tienen tanta tradición, cultura, tienen tanto, se dice allá el savoir-faire, eso es una cosa que mi mamá me lo dice mucho. Tantas cosas para pasar adelante que le da purpose to things, so it's not empty or shallow, so there's a purpose behind everything. Whether it is like making cheese in Italy, why are they so amazing, because it's so many generations after generations knowing how to make amazing mozzarella, Gee. that the Americans will never make such good mozzarella, because they don't have the whole tradition that the Italians have. I mean, I love food in America too, but it's it's different when you have the tradition, and Americans have so many amazing things as well but you can be the best at everything, everywhere. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I love this country, but it's a whole whole different purpose driven and I, I love your point of view because I share also that point of view yeah i live here because this country has given me the opportunities to build my business yeah america is europe opportunities. is so, uh, you know you live there get a, a mirror one a three months to deliver a mirror he, you go to new york in in six hours and it, you complain and if it didn't a, arrive that's it they danger. give you your money back it's crazy
1: you get overnight <laughs> so deliveries i'm like
0: what everything services it is it. it's all about 24 hours you open a company you do this yeah everything uh, so it has its uh, pros and cons And I, I guess uh, If you have, you're working in a family business I couldn't work in my family business but You couldn't? Uh, no man, it was not Why? for me because I have two big brothers, they're very machistas, and I think my mom is the most machista. Very okay. Italian. It's like, ah. And they were exploiting me, and they would never listen to my point of view. Has that mm. happened to you? Like, how do you, like, you work with your brothers, and some want to do this, and they have different point of view. Do you, have, how do they, you? They do, but I feel very lucky
1: and grateful that I never felt in that way what that is from my family because Luckily, my dad, my mom, my brother, they're like, especially my brother because I'm my brother is like the person I love, admire the most in his entire world because I like to say he's the person who keeps my feet on the ground and my mind on the moon. Like dream, you can he makes me feel, and my whole family, not only my brother, but because we're the same age, it's like we're still chasing after what we want to do. So it's really inspiring in a way because he really having a family that opens your mind and gives you the opportunity to think that you can do whatever you wanna do, as long no, as you do it. amazing. It's amazing. And got like a I, European education. Mine is yeah. like, you
0: it, and then go back. But it's
1: amazing mm, that you didn't succumb to that, that you said no. no
0: and you did something else. At 18, I close the thing and I move with my 16 bucks. I'm leaving. <laughs> I got a contract in four models. I got to a model amazing. room this size <laughs> with 16 bucks. <laughs> it was like, Either your bags or the or. or but you're that's going, freedom. That's uh, freedom. No, it takes a lot of. Well, bueno, everything in life takes risk, and to make a change. And when I started doing this organization, I told my dad. After working in MTV, he was not happy. Like ah, the hippies, any crowd. It's okay. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to do an organization with girls playing soccer in vulnerable communities. Niña, en el fútbol, dos pies izquierdo. En personas vulnerables, de Quédate con los hippies en MTV, por favor. Ya me jodas más. But now, 13 years after, I've created such an impact and you see the satisfaction. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't um, take such a harsh way, but uh, Mm -mm. I mean, you're working on, it's a a lot of, uh, mine is independent. I can fail or not fail and it's ultimately up to me. But to have the the weight of having such a company and leading and when you have obviously other parts that lead the company, but you want it to succeed and yeah. you want we it all to succeed. And you want to be an asset to it. So yeah. how do you find your position in it? Like I mean, one thing
1: this is gonna sound very cheesy, but We <laughs> like cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that my mom says all the time, which is just enjoy the process. Things can go right, things can go wrong, whatever it is, in the end, whatever happens, just enjoy the process. and you're, you're always doing your best, you're always trying your best for everything. So stop focusing so much on your end goal and just have fun along the way. Whether it's a sinking ship, whether it's like something amazing, just enjoy life, enjoy the process. Because I it's the journey. Mother. I love her too.
0: <laughs> How cool, no? It's yeah. like enjoy the process, doesn't matter. It's not like,
1: whoa, be careless, we'll do whatever you want. Not at all. But in a way is um, take accountability to what you do. Whatever you do, if you know what you're doing and that's aligned with your purpose and your decision, you can do whatever you want to do, as long as it's legal. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's like your your thing. So if you take accountability and, and hold of your decision, enjoy the process. So that's what I try to do.
0: I like illegal things, as you know. <laughs> I've been in jail. But... um Conchale, so you have a mom that you talk about your mom and your dad. When you guys sit on the table, how do you? Uh, are you talking about business? Because how can you separate? Uh, no. no, never no. talk about business. No, that's a rule. That's illegal. No,
1: that's not even a rule. We just I don't never no not at all. No. No, my dad. My dad really taught me like the the education my dad gave me with the sports is something that I wanted to. I had a burnout of golf
0: golf of golf, golf.
1: golf. <laughs> sometimes there's like a weird golf. accent they like <laughs> that i had a burnout of golf and i even told him that's a forbidden subject between us he can only talk about it with me if i permit him and i open that door but at the end of the day i'm so grateful for what he gave me the i mean the possibility of playing the sport and really teaching it to me that it's really something i want to pass on like to my kids and then my mom She's. I mean, I just told you about like the yeah. intuition and everything. She's someone that's very. Um, I've never seen someone so aligned with her gut as my mom is, and it's very classic to say, "Oh, moms know everything," but it's really insane how she has never been wrong. So she teaches me the more spir- spiritual yeah. way, con- self connection and awareness, and feet on the
0: ground way. It's funny that you're talking about the the intuition. My mom, for me, is also that 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 base. My dad is much more of a strong you go, yeah. you can do everything. Yeah. But, uh, my mom is about like trusting the intuition and also, also having that uh, that kind of um uh, respect and accountability for the things that you do. Yeah. But um, part of this uh, season of the, of the of the podcast, as I'm saying, we're creating conversations and themes that are relevant for people. And I think it, that uh, it's all about that circle of influence because yeah. you have grown and lived in so many different places. Uh, maybe you have friends that are not longer your friends, or you feel Completely. guilt. Or do you look back and say, like, man, I will never do that, or I will always remember that trust my God and not follow me, perhaps people that tell you to do something, do you have like any of those moments because?
1: So much. I mean, I'm going to start saying my mom told me this, but it's really you're saying these things like she makes me think of of certain things is that one advice that she told me once that I take it for everything, whether it it is to romantic relationships, friendships, work, whatever it is, is um, don't pay attention of on other people like stop point like imagine you have a a, like a boyfriend girlfriend whatever it is and then you're not happy with that person so it's very easy to point that finger and say oh but he is uh, toxic manipulative boring whatever it is but stopping so much attention to the person and pay attention to yourself Mm. who are you when you're with that person Mm. are you the do what what does that person bring out on you the insecure side the happy side the best possible self, or is it the little side in a mm. way? When she told me that, and I realized, I broke up with my ex, and I was like, you know what, that's so true. You have, And that applies not only to romantic relationships, but with friendships, especially yeah. friendships. Um, and places especially as well, parties, venues, wherever it is. Pay attention to how you feel when you go and meet certain things, people, whatever it is. Because when you start following that Mm -hmm. intuition in a way, it's when in a way you start following your path. Mm -hmm. Because you want to do where you feel good and what feels good in a way too. And I don't think your intuition will lead you to the bad
0: place. So that changed my life. It's true and uh and as a your mom my mom has said the same thing Mm. and it's like stop blaming other people yeah it's the way you give them the information the confidence in uh, the way you act it's not about his fault that fault or nobody's fault is your fault but it's sometimes hard because you have other voices telling you it's your decision is not doing right you don't look good and uh people that put you down friends that bring you down uh, people that so how to clean that uh, and be always aware
1: life shows you that's mm. something that our friend told me believe people when they show you who they are so mm. it's i mean it's very tough and you it's, don't
0: give second chances then
1: i give second depends on what but <laughs> <laughs> depends on what but um it really depends i'm a scorpio
0: oh so. my god
1: <laughs> jesus christ i'm a scorpio with leo and
0: aries so no. i have very strong personalities oh. I have a Scorpio <laughs> girlfriend, so nah, nah, I know a little bit about them. But they're, it. Amazing. <laughs>
1: they're amazing. I'm a Taurus. Well, that's amazing because you guys complement each other.
0: See, sí, but then she saw the other day that I'm an Aries, Aries, Aries and all my oh moons. Oh, God, yeah, no. Yeah.
1: And, and she well. was like, oh, um. oh. But the point being Come is on. que la gente, they show you who they are. So in a way, it's you learning how to identify those actions whatever they are and accept them or not because then it's very easy to say oh I didn't know yes you did yes you you saw it yes you you knew everything so that's taking accountability in a way too
0: and listening to that intuition because sometimes you just want you don't want to listen and you get uh eh, eh, that's part of the process of what we're saying and how to clean up and not be guilty you have friends that they hate you they don't want you ever to succeed you're beautiful you're smart you have money you're great and this bitches just want you to be asking for, then, for mercy in the middle in the middle of the street but, then why are you, but you still have them then? as friends i don't know maybe because i'm dumb no <laughs> <laughs> no, no no i keep them around but that and, but that's
1: paying attention to people that's paying attention to why are you surrounding uh, why are you surrounding yourself with people that make you feel that way when you start desvinculándote from that type of people in a way, you're giving space for new things to happen as well. And it's not easy. It's not like, oh, bye-bye, oh, amazing person just came in. It doesn't ha- happen that yeah. way. But it's so much better to at least focus on yourself to eventually give space than to constantly don't feel at your best or, you know.
0: I love the popularity. So I guess I because I was in the Amazon and my little birds and this and that. Yeah. I love friends. I, you know, I have my phone, it has thousands and thousands so that's of phone numbers that's and, uh, amazing. and I make friends and I, I go to a party and I, I give my phone number to six people and my girlfriend's like "What the fuck are you talking to these people you're but giving the phone numbers <laughs> she does like this <laughs> Puts the eyes like like a panther, and I was like, yeah, it's
1: fantastic!" But does that make you happy? Does that make you feel good? And like, I don't
0: even remember the next day the name of that person. Well,
1: but if that makes you, what well, doesn't matter. But sometimes when you have to call to buy a table, I was like, "Hi, hey, motherfucker!" <laughs> then she's happy. <laughs> you remember me? Buy a ticket. But, but she met you the way that no, that yeah, but you it, were that way when she met you. So in a way that's who you are so it's not
0: she's not trying to change me she's that's just amazing. like sometimes you get super hurt because yeah. i do trust a lot in people and yeah. i do believe that uh friends are forever and i've been heartbroken because i don't have a, 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 a una gota de malicia in mi sangre sí. yo soy super linda generosa I give to for me to uh, malpensar sí. no me, you no no been lo been pienso. no 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 uh, y la gente es muy hijo de puta Please check out about this amazing woman and um, a lot to learn share the conversation if you love it Sonia Vacena at the Zing with Double G and we're gonna go skiing or playing golf I'm really bad yes. golfer but maybe we try a, one, a hole in one let's see how that goes Dale un besito, dile a ellos que tienen que hacer
1: Tienen que like tienen para ya. Oh, sorry. I've been looking to that camera the whole way. By the way, I
0: don't know. They
1: you not know, like share the content if you liked it, if you learned something, and thank Price you so much. Try sisley. Yes. You can
0: get your red hair. <laughs> si no tiene novio todavía, le puedo conseguir cinco. Tengo. Does it match your carpet? <laughs> <laughs> Only my boyfriend knows that. <laughs> Woo! Well, no. Thank you for being here. at The thank thing, you. I love it, and uh, I'm so sad that you're leaving Miami. But the best of lucks and break a leg in New York City.
1: Thank you. Yo,
0: motherfucker, Manhattan. I'll see you there. (laughs) Besito. Thank you. Gracias. Los quiero.